0: So welcome to this uh, MTD podcast. It's a special edition. Uh, We're doing this here at the Engineering Technology Group in Wellsbourne. Um, I'm joined today by uh, Giovanni Albanese from MTD CNC and Joe Reynolds from MTD as well, and uh, special guest, Martin Doyle, the Managing Director from ETG. It is a bit of a special occasion today. We've come here to, uh, to launch the uh, Vulcan range to the UK market. Um, guys, welcome to the show. I'll start with yourself, Martin. Obviously, you're the special guest on today's podcast. Um, tell us a little bit about the reason behind the introduction
1: of these new machines. We had a, we saw a gap in the market. As said to Lindsay last week, the, the customers are looking to us for um, tend to look to us for the high end machines with the Nakamuras, the Quasers, um, and, and the Bavias, etc. But um, there's definitely a market for the entry level range, and um, customers were wanting us to apply our skills and knowledge from the turnkey element. To, to an entry-level range of machines. So um, that's that's where it was born from. And when you when you embarked down this road, what were the
0: things, what were the kind of, you know, four or five points that you really wanted to hone in on with this range? Where were the areas that you felt um, could make this a
1: success? But when you're looking at entry-level machines, you know, down, down to, well, prices is, is usually top of the list, which is a bit unusual for us because we don't tend to talk about prices of the of the equipment we sell. We talk about cost per part and stuff like that. But um, so price definitely comes into it. The quality, the build quality of the machines was important to us, but control as well, keeping control of the, the machines coming out of the factories in Taiwan. Um, that was a big focus of ours as well.
0: And, and how, do you, how do you manage that? Because there's a lot of uh, companies supplying Taiwanese products into the UK market and around the world, how have you managed to overcome that as a as an obstacle?
1: Well, we've we've done it a bit different in that we've we actually employ a, a team in Taiwan that works with the three factories that these machines are coming out of. We spec the machines to to our specification from the customer needs and the feedback we're getting from the customers. Um, the look of the machines completely different. The ergonomics of the machines completely different. But more to the point, the quality side of it. The team over in Taiwan. Keep a very close eye on the quality of the machines that are coming out of the factories there for us. Uh, and at this point,
0: I'm going to bring the uh, the MTD guys in. I'll start with yourself, uh, Joe. You travel around the UK market a lot, like we all do, looking at uh, machine machine tools that are installed in this entry level area as well. Um, do you believe that there's a there's a gap in the market for this type of product, or do you believe that you know Martin's intentions will um, become a success of, as a result of what he's trying to achieve?
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Massive opportunity for the group. Uh, it's obviously a crowded market, but you've, you've got to make yourself different, and I think that's what they've done it at ETG. Yes, you can go and bring a machine in from anywhere in the world, put your badge on it. But I think this is a bit different, isn't it? Uh, you know, this is they've actually designed it, they've specced it. You know, it's essentially it, it is an ETG machine. It's not a machine that they've just bought in and put their badge on. Mm. But it, it, it is a crowded market. But what you would get from ETG, you get the office here, don't you? You get the installation team, you get the training department, even an element of turnkey should you need it. You know, everything is here under one roof. And I suppose when you look at entry level, again, you're talking to customers that are
0: embarking on maybe their first machine tool purchase. So some of the aspects that you mentioned there are quite, are quite important, aren't they? The reliability of the product, but also the, the ability
2: to get someone to educate you along that journey. Yeah, yeah, sure, so you, you, you still get the handholding you'd expect for, from ETG, but you say entry-level, they an entry-level price, that doesn't necessarily mean the machine's entry-level, I'm looking at a TC250M now, Milling capability. I, I wouldn't necessarily class that as an entry level machine. You know, it's an entry level price, but not necessarily in terms of, of uh, performance.
0: And I think that's the great thing about this podcast. We're actually
2: doing this live
0: here in the showroom at Wellsbourne uh, this morning. Gio, going to bring you in. This is your first outing out for a little while. Um, what do you think of what you see here at ETG in Wellsbourne with these machines? I think they look fantastic. Visually, they're a a great looking
3: machine, but you know, what's underneath the skin is also uh, important. I think it doesn't compromise their existing range in any way, shape or form. When you look at the machines such as the Quasar, the Nakamoras, the Bavius, top-end machines, but they, they, they pride themselves on turnkey packages, solutions, providing solutions. But bringing this machine tool into their portfolio of products, I think, like Martin says, it bridges a gap. It gives them an offering to be able to offer a different solution when going into some accounts. Some accounts don't all need turnkey packages or IN machines. So it bridges that gap. It gives them another option. Um, and it, for, for, for new engineering companies that are starting up again, it's, it's, it's
0: another way in. When, when you were at Clemonta, would you have liked to have got your hands on one of these? Sorry, Paul. I said when you were at Clemonta, would you have liked to have got your hands on one of these?
3: Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm looking at the the machines, and like Joe mentioned, you know, you've got the Sauter uh, turret on the TC 250, um, very high end. You've got the the Hydrafeed bar feeder. You know, uh, some of the extra options that are on the machine are are top class. You've got nice options on the machines um, at, at, at an entry level price and an affordable price. You know, you could also introduce. Turnkey elements like Joe mentioned as well, you know, they've
0: got the knowledge and expertise to support their their potential clients. Is it fair to say, Martin, that you're um, you may have been losing business somewhere along the line in some of your customers because you weren't offering this as a as a solution? I mean, let's look at the success of your Nakamura product in recent years. You must have been going into accounts there sometimes, supplying that that level of technology, and someone turning around to you and saying, Well, Martin, actually, I just need a you know a small footprint, six six hundred X axis VMC that is a
1: good job in shop machine. Yeah, it's a good point. Good point you made earlier as well, Paul, in that certain customers are starting their journey in the CNC world. They don't want to jump straight into the multi axis um, um, solutions that we offer. And we kind of, maybe we got a bit complacent because we're used to it. We call in these entry level machines. As Joe pointed out, they're not necessarily entry level, but to us, they definitely are. Um, because of the, the the type of products we're used to selling or, or offering, so we need to sort of take certain customers on a journey, and they may start off with the, um, the the Vulcan range, and the idea being is that we take them on that journey, support them on the journey through their uh, through the growth of their company, and start building in you know the, the more efficient ways of working with the Quasars and the Nakamuras etc. So this really is let's don't get me wrong, this really is an uh, an entry level for us, an entry level range that in no way conflicts with with the other machines we've got, and it's just a starting point, really. It, it our core competence 100% is is the turnkey solutions. So this is this fills a gap at the very start of that journey that we want to take the customers on. Uh, what about the commercial side? How does it work with your organisation? Because you've got guys out there
0: talking really re- on a really technical level about. You know, turnkey packages of you, as you've suggested. Are you, are you splitting the organisation in a sense where you've got specific salesmen focusing on specific products now, or, or is everybody uh, capable of, of looking broadly at what's right for the customer?
1: Yeah, they, they, they'll, they'll the the existing sales team will now have uh, an extra um, string to the bow, basically, um, but we will certainly have... Well, we certainly do have specialists that, that, that concentrate on, on the higher end machines, and we'll have specialists that, that concentrate on, uh, just on the Vulcans as well. Uh, Joe, I'll come back to you. Again, we travel to a lot of
0: showrooms. Nice to be able to come somewhere and see a good mix, isn't it? Where you can look at, as Martin said, the,
1: the entry level side, but yeah, you know, maybe a take like... a
0: step up as well. It could be a way of upselling in some respects without that's, that's, that's being, what being commercially greedy. Really...
1: That's exactly what it's, it's designed for. Let's be, you know, being selfish about it that's what it's there. We, we're calling it a hook machine, you know, let's get the customers interested at an entry-level price. They might be scared off by the multi axes and, uh, and the higher value um, products that we offer, but let's just get them started on that journey. And uh, we're talking about the, the, the support that we have coming direct from Taiwan with the employees we have over there. That's another selfish thing that we've done. Um, it might say, uh, yes, of course, the customer gets the benefit because they get a good quality machine, but we don't want to be putting bad quality machines out there because of the price point of these machines. If anything goes wrong with them in the market, that's straight away the margins wiped out. So we need these machines to come across working, hit the ground running straight off the bat, which is why we've put all these quality checks uh, in place over in Taiwan.
0: That hook is a bit like um, Joe when he goes into Burger King. That's why they started doing salads because yeah. they knew they'd get him through the door, and yeah. they knew once he was in, yeah, it's
1: a, it was a hook, hook food, isn't it? You yeah. know, just and then he's going to have like a triple you know, burger, mega max. See, I've, I've like.
2: got a far better analogy, and unlike yours, Paul, mine's truthful. <laughs> so me, me and Michelle, my wife, we, we went to buy a Ford Focus a number of years ago. And uh, you go when we sat in the Ford Focus and there's a BMW part next to it. And you know where the store is going. We, we drove the BMW way, not the Ford Focus. And it's a bit like that coming to ETG. Uh, the Vulcan's a fantastic machine for a number of businesses. But if you do need that multitasking element, it's probably not the right machine. You want a Nakamura. And that's probably what will happen. People walk in here, they'll take one look at the Vulcan. Great machine, great price point. But if they're doing complex components, they may, they may like Martin says, upsell to a Nakamura. Um, It's no
0: secret Uh, it's been a pretty tough tough time uh, recently I'll come back to you on this Martin in a minute but Gio this is your first time out for a while but you're chomping at the bit aren't you to get round a few factories? Oh absolutely yeah I mean it's been too long really I think it's great that the lockdown's been eased and,
3: and hopefully we all get back to some kind of normality soon I think it's really important for manufacturing I think that manufacturing could kind of you know hold up the country really you know look at the ice drinks restaurants I think they're going to be quiet for a very long time so I think the government really does need to look at manufacturing for, our, for us to start manufacturing our own parts and to become
0: more self-sufficient and stop relying on other countries. Uh, cheaper Martin, part. Has, it, has, it, has it had an imp- a big impact on you over recent weeks? I mean uh, it's been very quiet. Yeah,
1: massively you know let, let, let's face it it's, um, it's affected everyone and um, mm. to, to some extent um, yeah, definitely. Uh, sales of machines are down, um, as you would expect. You know, customers um, customers furloughing their staff and uh, the turning the spindles off. So there's, that demand hasn't been there. We've we're still obviously supporting uh, customers with spares, and we have a number of service engineers out there and keeping the customers going. Um, there'll be like there's light at the end of the tunnel. We're still talking about the project work. Um, and, and how important is it for
0: you though, now to have these machines here? Some may call it good timing, some may call it bad. I mean, you, 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 it, it's hard its hard to second guess it, but having the kit here is certainly a big
1: advantage to you, isn't it? To be yeah, able to show yeah, people. Yeah, definitely, you can look at the pros and cons both ways, you know, the cons being timing for the launch of, a, of an entry-level product range um, isn't great, but you know, I, I, nobody could have predicted that. Mm. Um, on the positive side, it's given us a, a good time to sort of um, s- take a couple of steps back and redress where where the direction we're going in, um, look at where this fits, and and start putting packages together. So, time it's given us time to to, to get it right. But yeah, the the, the negatives. To be fair, of outweighed the positives, it's mm. not. It's not great. And 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 let's hope that
0: doesn't continue because in addition to what we can see here today, which is turning centers and VMCs, there's also double column machines in the range. Um, Martin, we're going to be obviously doing this live launch today. This podcast will come out after that. Um, but what i can wish you and i'm sure we all do is is success with this range i'm sure you will have a lot of success and we look forward to visiting a few installations once the machines are in uh, don't forget to visit the engineering technology group's website engtechgroup.com to find out more about the vulcan range uh, or obviously tune into MTDCNC where you'll uh, be able to see footage of the live live launch and plenty of machine reviews independent machine reviews as well thanks very much for joining us today gentlemen and that's it for today's mtd podcast live here from etg